0: Welcome to The Do Zone, where real entrepreneurs share real strategies about getting things done. I'm your host, Josh Thomas. Tag me at JT literally and tell me what you do in The Do Zone. Every week, I'll pick the best post to feature across all my social media networks. This podcast is brought to you by... Factor One. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur who's looking to hit seven this year, there are three key shifts you need to make right now in order for that to be possible. Go to IamFactor1.com now, and I'll show you exactly what those three key shifts are and how you can get them set up for your business in less than six minutes. Once again, that's factor onecom Today's guest is Brad Hart with 20 years as an entrepreneur and 16 years managing wealth under his belt. Brad is committed to helping entrepreneurs and investors reach their full potential so they can focus on solving the grand challenges of our time. He is a best-selling author of two books, and his writing has appeared in Forbes, Entrepreneur, and Thrive Global. Make more marbles. Brad's company is a top 10 affiliate partner, number 8 out of 5,000 affiliates, for Tony and Dean. Brad, welcome to the Do Zone. Tell us something you believe is the key to getting stuff done that most people wouldn't think of. Hey,
1: everybody. Thanks, Josh. Thanks for having me. Uh, I'll keep this short and sweet. Uh, I'm always asking myself the question, why am I not doing the thing that I know I need to do? Because that's where all the gold is.
0: Why are you not doing the thing you need to do? Yeah, if you know
1: you need to do it and you're not doing it, there's some belief that you have that needs to shift. Otherwise, you just do it.
0: Well said. And and there are probably a number of answers to that, physiological, emotional, psychological. What have you found when you ask that question? What kinds of answers have you come up with?
1: Could be fear. Could be not knowing. It could be I'm thinking too many steps ahead. I need to just do the first thing and then figure out the rest as time goes on. Could be I need to ask somebody about it. Could be I need to soundboard. It could be I need to sleep on it. Could be I need to take a break and come back to it or allow for it to manifest in a different way. Because um, sometimes the doing is not the solution. It's the being and the allowing, right? Hmm. So I, I always start with what is it that I believe or what is, it, what is it that is keeping me from doing it? I have to be really honest with myself. And when you're really honest with yourself, it really comes down to clarity, right? If we can be really clear on what the hell's going on with this, doing stuff is easy. Creat- creating a solution is easy. Finding the right person, the right process, the right system, the right opportunity is easy. But that clarity piece is half the battle.
0: You know, I've, I've seen this and, you know, I don't know if you've noticed this, Brad, but sometimes when, when we start tuning into certain messages, they start to show up all around us. There's even a, a name for this. It's called frequency illusion. But one of the things that that I'm really tuning into right now is this whole concept of what do you want? Because it's, it's the question that you have to answer that if you can answer that question, what do you want? Everything else starts to fall into place because it becomes binary. Does this thing help me get what I want? Yes or no. I have, have you kind of noticed that too in your journey?
1: Yeah, I think a lot of that comes from we have it beaten into us from a very early age that we're told what we want. Mm. So the idea of what do you want is a scary open-ended question that, that most people can't break down into a chunk that they can actually do something. with, And it doesn't have to be what you want for your entire life. It could be, what do you want to do today? And what do you, would you like to do more of consistently? And what would you like to do this week, this month, this year, this decade? And if you could break it down to a chunk that you can actually get your mouth around that like the giant hamburgers they serve nowadays, that you have to cut into half? And yes, I am one of those weirdos that cuts my hamburger in half, deal with it. I also flip the bun upside down. That's so <laughs> yeah, it doesn't fall apart. Anyway, try it out. You'll thank me later. Um, you know, you, you got to bite off a chunk that you can actually chew and digest. And if it's too big, if it's too open-ended, you can't make sense of it. And you just, you stop, you give up. Or you you go and you look at Josh's Instagram, or you go look at Dan Belzerian's Instagram, you go look at, uh, what's the lady, Kim Kardashian's Instagram. And you're like, oh, that must be what I want. Hmm. And that might be the furthest thing from the truth. Like when I was 26 years old, quick story, I made a million dollars in a month in my hedge fund. It wasn't all my money. I didn't get to keep it all. It was not the point. I made so much money that it broke me. It it blew a fuse, literally, because I've been chasing money since I was four years old. I was locked in my room and my parents were yelling about money. Hmm. So for 22 years, I was on that journey. More money will solve this. Mommy and daddy will love each other. Mommy won't leave. Daddy will stop drinking. I will be enough. And then when I finally made enough money, none of that was true.
0: Man, uh, we could dig, we could dig deep on that for a long time. But uh, I, you, you mentioned something uh, just a minute ago that that really stood out. Sometimes the the bite seems so overwhelming that we can't possibly take that bite, so we don't start. And one of the ways that I've seen that manifest is, uh, especially I've you know, talked to a lot of brand new entrepreneurs, more than 5,000 of them. And what I notice is the ones who are afraid, they use these huge, ridiculous numbers. Like I want to get a hundred million dollars a month, you know, or I want to do a million a month and they're working for like 40,000 a year or something. And it's almost like I'm going to set that finish line so far away so that nobody could blame me for not crossing it. I don't, I'm absolving myself of responsibility by setting a goal. That's unachievable. Have you, have you kind of noticed that as
1: well? Yeah. I think talking with new entrepreneurs, there's, there's a thing what happens after 10 or 20 years doing something where if you knew what you know, now, when you started, you wouldn't have started. If you knew how hard it was going to be, how many sleepless nights, how much pain, how much struggle, how much brain damage, how many disappointments, how many getting your hopes up, how many this time it's going to work. You wouldn't start. So I really feel like God, the universe, the flying spaghetti monster, whoever's in charge of all this wildness has a system. It's like, I'm going to give you just enough to get started. Mm. I'm going to give you just enough so you can take some action, get some, some results and and go back to the drawing board and try again, fail better. Right. And, and people get so up in their, I'm going to do X because they like to hear themselves talk about it. It makes them feel good. And people around them who are also losers, they validate them. Mm. I'm not being pejorative. I was I a loser. It. I
0: get it. So it's almost but like... Now that I'm a
1: winner on the other side of it, I'm like, I know what it takes to win. And I'm like, that's not going to work. Sorry.
0: Yeah. It, it's it's almost like uh, you're you're getting that dopamine hit just by talking about it. That's so right. you don't feel the need to actually do it anymore because you already feel good.
1: When you talk to an entrepreneur who's been there, done that, you like, oh, this person's humble. They work on themselves. They don't take anything for granted. And they put in the work every single day and the work looks different on a Tuesday than a Saturday when you're feeling good versus when you're feeling great versus when you feel like shit for versus when you have a financial crisis or some issue with your family or whatever. Right. And I can always tell the people who are going to make it by the people who stay consistent, no matter what, that's the, that's the one gear. If you can get into that gear where it's like, I don't care if the world's burning down around me, I do my inputs that create the outputs that I want. I don't care if it's on a regular timeline or consistent. It just happens. I get it done. Those are the people that win, And miraculously, those fires stop happening because I believe again, God, universe, Yahweh, flying spaghetti master has a rule in place. Like, do you really want this? I'm gonna test you. Do you really want it? Okay, if you can get through my test, you can have it. Most people shy away at the first test. They run away at the first test. Hmm. So we can talk about productivity and I have index cards and I have all this crap that I do for productivity but the, the name of the game is what's the mindset that you need to cultivate to get you to do the things you need to do to get the outputs you want. Cause it's not about the outputs. You can't control the outputs. You can control the inputs. You can control what you put into the machine every single day. And that's true in your health. That's true in your wealth. That's true in your relationships. What you put in is what you get out.
0: I just, uh, I just hosted a conference uh, where Hal Elrod was our keynote speaker. I've got this book right here, the miracle equation. And, uh, one of his primary, I, I got the chance to sit down and eat lunch with him and tell him that one sentence that he shared ultimately changed my life. And And that one sentence was very simple. He said, do not worry about crossing the finish line. Worry about becoming the person who can cross the finish line. That's it. Because if you become the person who can accomplish the goal, accomplishing the goal is just a matter of time and effort. And that's what I'm hearing you kind of echo here. Don't worry so much about the output, worry about what you're putting into it so that you can create the output, whether it happens
1: or not. Yeah, regardless, like you may decide when you get to the place you want to be that you don't want to be there anymore. There's always going to be another mountain to climb. That has happened, happened to me. To me. <laughs> That's happened to you. That's happened to everybody, right? You get the the shiny object. You don't want the shiny object. Yes. Yeah. Human beings this are is wired. You're as
0: shiny as I thought yeah. it. Yeah.
1: Be. Human beings are wired to desire things, not to to have them or to hold them. And to your point, we kind of touched on this earlier, but like, who do you need to become that would have the thing that you want to have, whether it be the relationship, the 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 business, the the investment portfolio, whatever? Like and then decide what you're willing to sacrifice short term to get that long term outcome to become that person. What will, what are you willing to go through to get there? And then maybe assume 90% of the stuff that you're assuming the worst case is not going to happen.
0: That's right. Yeah, You know, it's
1: like the old Mark Twain quote. Uh, I'm, a, I'm an old man. I've seen a great many troubles, but most of them never happened. True. <laughs>
0: Well said. And so, and so I'm curious to learn a little bit more about your eight minute mastermind. Can you tell me a little bit about how can we have a mastermind in eight minutes? Where did that concept come from?
1: Yeah. So the, the, the idea comes from the idea of like, I can do a hot seat in eight minutes. That's my goal. When I'm in hot seat mode, like I want to crank out this many an hour. I want to be able to serve this many people. And that's where it came from. Um, Also seven minute Hot seats or seven minute masterminds were were taken. I wanted to over deliver, so <laughs> I'm a big Tim Ferriss fan. I, I read his book seven times. That, that was my entrepreneurial gateway drug. Got to spend time with Tim, and that's a whole other set of stories. But um, the the takeaway for me was like, I need a punchy line. I'm like, what could be my thing, my shtick that everybody asks about that that stops people from scrolling and gets them to pay attention? I'm like, well, eight minutes times thirty days is about eight, four hours, right? So I'm like, oh, that's kind of in the same neighborhood. Uh, why don't we go with that? And it's just kind of stuck and it's it's done its job. It's gotten people to stop and pay attention. And I'm proud to say I've been able to sell 12,000 books as a self-published author, which is way more than the ones you see in Barnes & Noble that have publishing deals. Most of those books have never sold a 1,000 copies. And it's way less than the millions that some people sell. And I'm, I'm you know, being consistent about that. Uh, and I'm not there yet, but here's the thing I do have figured out is I can turn that attention, those 12,000 books, into now $1.8 million in counting on the back end, which is a superpower. I saw this great interview with Alex Ramosi with these YouTuber guys that had like a 5 million person audience. He's like, if I had your audience, I'd be a billionaire.
0: Hmm.
1: And he's right, because he can convert. It's a different skill set mindset to create an audience than it is to convert an audience. And mm-hmm. it's rare to see one person that has both those skill sets. So,
0: you got. It. So, so I'm I'm curious. Uh, you said eight minute hot seats. You, what are some of those? What are some of the key components? If you're talking to an entrepreneur and you've got eight, we'll give you we'll give you a spare. We'll give you an extra two nine minutes. minutes. Nine minutes.
1: Yeah, we'll nine minutes. Ten. Three. ten, <laughs> ten.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's a off. new brand pending. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. Uh, so let's say you've got eight to ten minutes to really make an impact on on an entrepreneur. What are some of the kind of tools of the trade. What are some of the main things that you're sure. trying to accomplish in eight to 10 minutes?
1: Yeah. So I have a book about this called the eight minute mastermind. You can check it out at eight minute mastermind.com. I highly recommend it. It's a free plus shipping offer, meaning I'll send it to you anywhere in the world for six bucks. You can't lose, right? 20 bucks on Amazon. You go check. Anyway, that being said, the hot seat formula is really simple. It's what are we grateful for? That's it. That's the first thing we don't want to dive into any challenges or problems or stories until we acknowledge that there is good in our life and that we are grateful for it. It raises the vibration. You can't solve a problem in the same mindset and the same vibration and the same uh, psychology as which it was created. You have to bring yourself and elevate yourself above that mindset in order to, to to solve the problem. So that's thing one. Gratitude. Thing two is okay. Describe your challenge. Not stories. Not what I think it is. What is actually happening? What are you experiencing? What would you like to experience instead? What's the difference? What's the delta? Numbers, not stories, right? And I ask clarifying questions after that to get really, really, really clear because here's the thing, you can't read the label from inside the bottle. People are stuck in their stuff because they can't get perspective on their stuff. So raise the vibration, get perspective, get clarity is the really ultimate goal. And if it takes me eight minutes to get clarity, I'll take eight minutes to get clarity. It takes me two minutes, I'll take two minutes. Clarity is the number one and most important outcome because here's why. Most people, when they're clear on what's actually going on, will solve it themselves. That's right.
0: Well said, well said. Yeah. And, and that's, that's really what it has to do with. That's, it comes right back to that question. What do you want?
1: So then we'll follow up with, okay. Clarifying questions. We're clear. Everybody's clear. You're clear. I'm clear. Great. What do you want to do about it? Oh, I need to do X, Y, and Z. Okay, great. Or I don't know what to do next. Okay, great. Well, here's a connection, a resource, a person, an opportunity, a system, whatever it is that can solve your problem. But if we're clear on what the problem is, that's half the job. Then it's like, okay, who not how, right? We're not going to get caught up in the theory of the how. There's somebody out there that's already solved this problem. Now we're clear on what the problem is. Let's plug that in. And that's, uh, you know, a function of 50 masterminds started two dozen, helped hundreds of people start them. I got a lot of people that I can call or get to in one or two calls that can solve a problem. And you know, we might get to the clarity point and be like, okay, this is not something I even want to try. This is not even what I thought it was. Or it wasn't even a big deal to begin with. And it's really not aligned with my why and what I want. Because clarity is the name of the game. Like, if you know what you want, that's 90% of the work to getting there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, As we talked that. about. Maybe not 90%, but it's a high percentage. And so uh,
0: who do you serve right now? And what is the best way for them to get old and connect with
1: you? Yeah, so coaches, consultants, entrepreneurs, leaders, speakers, experts, authors, um, all those folks that that sell their time or their their knowledge. I give them a better mousetrap. I give them a mastermind model, which is a leverage group program model that allows them to make a bigger impact and income and less time to the tune of six, seven figures in five to 10 hours a month. So if that's exciting and interesting, you've tried books, you've tried courses, you've tried memberships, you've tried blah, 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 blah. blah, And you're like, I think mastermind's it. That's the right thing for me. Cool. I'm your huckleberry, right? I'll help you. Um, And the best way to do that is get started with my book. Again, at mastermind.com. Uh, We'll give you some free gifts just for checking it out, whether you buy it or not. So go on over there and check it out.
0: Awesome. 8minutemastermind.com. That's right.
1: That's right. Excellent.
0: We really appreciate you sharing that. Um, Many thanks to our guest, Brad Hart, for coming on here and sharing how he gets stuff done in the do zone. You can learn more and check out his book by going to 8minutemastermind.com. We're going to wrap up from here. And uh, if you happen to be listening to us on your morning commute or in your workout or you're out in the field, be sure to snap a selfie and tag me at JT. Literally tell me what you do in the do zone. Also, if you're ready to break the seven figure barrier with your business, but you know what got you here, ain't going to get you there. We can help go to I one.com now, and let's see how much impact we can make in less than six minutes. Know this you are factor one for your own success. Now get to work. If you're a small business doing at least six figures and you're trying to level up, but you keep getting smacked down, Pay attention. There are outside forces at play that you're almost certainly not aware of. No, I'm not talking about the president, the economy, the Federal Reserve, or inflation. I'm also not talking about your industry, your competition, or current market conditions. I'm talking about you. There are invisible forces that are keeping you from breaking through to the next barrier in your business. That's why you keep repeating the same cycle year after year. You think next time will be different, but what you don't realize is that you're running through a huge maze, and your opponent has every turn memorized because your opponent built the maze. Until you get your hands on a map and come up with a plan of attack and execute it, you're just going to keep running circles over and over, and you'll lose every time, you'll never find the exit without a plan. The good news is, your opponent is predictable. Your opponent follows the rules. You can beat your opponent because you don't have to follow the rules. You see, you have free will. Your opponent is restricted to the rules of the game, but you can make your own rules you just got to have a plan. And in order to get a plan, you first have to take responsibility for putting yourself in that maze without a map to begin with because you are Factor One for your own success. Your opponent is your comfort zone. If you're ready to stop running circles in the same circuit year after year and finally break free from the maze, join Factor One. We are a unique development program for six-figure entrepreneurs. We'll airdrop into your exact location of the maze with a paper and pen and we'll help you draw a clean map to the exit using our bird's eye view. We'll also arm you with the tools you need to defend yourself properly and we'll walk with you shoulder to shoulder to make sure you get out safely this time. We don't leave anybody behind that doesn't want to be left there. Join us. Go to imfactor1.com right now and let's talk about getting you out of that maze once and for all.